0: tell them the others find them and tell them not to doubt even now not to doubt tell them to keep their faith you must keep faith welcome to the fen warren podcast here in beautiful downtown warren ohio in the sound united podcast studio today's a beautiful day well it's gray outside that's okay still a beautiful day here in warren it's a great place to be. I'm here with a very lovely guest. I've literally known this young lady since I was five or six years old. Yes. We go way, way back. So I'm 25 now. So I've known no, i just kidding. I'm a little bit older than that. Miss Emma Simpson. How are you today? I'm great. Thank How you for you? coming. I'm good. You're welcome. I'm glad you joined me today.
1: You know what? Me too.
0: It's going to be fun. Me too. So just relax. So.
1: I'm relaxed. I'm okay. ready.
0: I figured you would be. I mean, forty plus years.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So no, I'm very thankful you came on to the podcast. Today. I'm Thank thankful
1: you. that you asked me.
0: <clears throat> my vo- My my throat is a very bit, bit froggy today. So. You know I'm what? That somewhere.
1: must be something with us. Um, almost fifty year olds, <laughs> 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 My voice, my throat's a little
0: froggy today too. <clears throat> so I'll be clearing my throat a lot, but that's all right. I'm young at heart. Right. Well, thank you again. I appreciate it. We're going to talk about Emma Brown, what it was like for Emma growing up, Emma Brown. I mean, a,
1: that's what so we so we are going to talk about Emma Brown before right. she became Emma Brown Simpson. Right. So, yes.
0: Growing up in Warren, Ohio, um, growing up on the West Side and uh, what life was like for her and her neighborhood. Now, we we literally grew up together, but we grew up on different streets. Right. But we were we we're still close. So you grew up on Williamsburg, right? Yes. And what was life yes. like there? Talk about elementary school and oh, your neighborhood. Seacrest Elementary, huh? Home of the Dragons.
1: This is Stover, <laughs> kindergarten.
0: Oh, you went there for kindergarten? I'd kindergarten through sixth grade. Okay, I started first grade. I went to Warren Day School for kindergarten.
1: And that's where my sister went, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Howe.
0: Shut
1: mm-hmm. up. Um, Life for me... <laughs> So, you want, because um, you probably don't even know some of these I'm, things. I'm sure not. But so, outside life, what you saw of my life was great. Um, mom and dad, my dad owned his own business. I didn't know that. Yes. So, um, we were probably, we would have been considered upper middle class if we were. Cause my dad was already making six figures back then. Wow. So, um, funny thing. My mom told me that I thought I was white until I was about six or
0: seven. Come on now. I'm just telling you the story. (laughs) Cause I can tell you. (laughs) Now this is a podcast. And so for those who don't know, Emma, she's not white at all. She she is black. (laughs) So, uh, But that's that's the
1: story. So when we, when my parents moved to Williamsburg in 1974, I want to say we were the second black family on our street. Hmm. So most of my childhood friends were white until I was probably about, hmm, well, my next door neighbor, Matt Richardson, Matt and Todd. So I grew up with Maddie rich. Um,
0: Shout out to Maddie. Yes,
1: indeed. Um, me and Todd were the same age. I want to say about four, but before that, I don't remember. You know, if you were colored, you mm-hmm. were in my family. So everybody, you can say that. Yeah. I can't say that. <laughs> yes, you no. you can say that to me.
0: To you, but so you
1: everybody care. around me in my neighborhood was white. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, it was a cool neighborhood though. We played. There were woods behind us. I built I built forts during the day. Um, life was grand growing up from the outside Mm. school was great um i was a good student i was very athletic yes you were girls very popular with the boys like i was always and after you called me about this podcast i had the um i remembered field days
0: (laughs) yes see i was the fat slow kid until sixth grade (laughs) then sixth grade i actually could keep up with everybody because you lost your baby fat. I, I did and i wasn't i was the big <laughs> i wasn't say fast but you weren't i the wasn't the fat slow kid anymore
1: <laughs> so it did it makes you popular amongst the boys so when other girls get ignored or picked on you don't right um so life was wonderful like i had a big sister that i was a brat to. were we the baby no i had a I had a sister that was five years younger than me
0: but okay. there was you had a brother older brother though. and i had
1: an older brother my dad had a brother from a previously previous relationship um him and my mother got married and my mom had a daughter from her first marriage gotcha and they mm-hmm. happened to be a day apart his birthday was mm-hmm. december 12th hers was december 13th um and then it was me five years behind them and then my sister carol five years behind me um and then later on in life, my dad got remarried and now I have several siblings, but it was just us mm-hmm. in the house. And my brother lived in Chicago.
0: So, um, wait a minute. I-, I thought you had a brother that lived with you.
1: He lived with us for about
0: two years. Really? Yes. I just remember two, everyone three. at Seacrest was afraid of him. Yes. <laughs> so granted, he was five years older than because everybody. Because he
1: was five years older right? than everybody. He'd come from Chicago.
0: Oh, okay. And so, know you
1: know, just the is oh he's from the city so you know there's this mystery to him and then you know I probably hyped it up a little bit knowing me
0: (laughs) of course that way no one messes with you
1: (laughs) I'm sure I did so I'm sure he probably came off a little scary but um life was cool our neighborhood was very close knit um everybody knew everybody as a matter of fact I I got married moved away and moved back to Warren and I live in the house that I grew up in okay and a lot of the neighbors on my street are still there.
0: There, You know, there's a lot Some of neighbors. Apples. Younger. In my parents' neighborhood that are still yeah, there. Yeah, they're still there. Quite a few. They're still there. Or they've been there. I take that back. The gentleman across the street's been there from day one. My parents' neighbor to the one side has been there since I was 15.
1: So forever. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so I raised my children in that house. And a lot of the families that moved in there, they're still there. Mm. So it's pretty. It's Our street's pretty still. It's not the same as it was growing up to no. me, but um, oh, the, oh, it's still comfortable.
0: Yeah. The the overall condition of our neighborhood has gone down significantly yes. from when yes. we were kids. Absolutely. Which is sad, but I'm hoping we can help turn things around. I
1: think we can. We can. Well,
0: you we know. can. No, you, we, you have to. You have to speak it. You know, it's cheesy to sound. You have to speak it into fruition. This is true. Otherwise, it'll never happen. That's
1: where it starts. And then, yeah. you know, we got to be a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah, for <No>, sure. <laughs> got to make fruition, a, but... have action. Yes. So you moved away? Yes. I don't want to jump too far ahead, so I do want to come back to that. Seacrest was good. Seacrest was good. Um, I was
1: an honor roll student, never in trouble, and then I went to West Junior.
0: And then what happened?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I discovered a whole new
0: world. Me too.
1: I discovered it. And what's funny is um, I kind of knew... Of things because so my dad is from Chicago. My mom's family moved to Warren from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I spent a lot of time in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And when I say my dad's family and my mom's family were polar opposites, sure. they were polar opposites so on my mom's family my grandparents were taking us to church mm-hmm. and, and on my dad's side not my grandparents but my aunt and them weren't taking us to church no. just well, I'm just leave it there we okay. didn't go to church we learned a whole different um lifestyle we were taught things that i would never teach my children sure. however i am very fortunate <laughs> I'm grateful that I was taught those things. Sure. I think it's helped make me who I am. But, um, yeah, so we spent a lot of time, you know, in Chicago. Um, So I really don't understand why when I got to seventh grade, it was such like a, but it was. And I totally went to the left. Mm. By eighth grade, I was expelled. Seriously? Yes.
0: I didn't know that.
1: So you need Mrs. Melanie Hamid. Hey, Miss Hamid, to come on your podcast because... So, Miss Melanie Hamid is a teacher at Harding, Warranty okay. Harding High School. She's an English teacher. She oh. is the best
0: When you hear this, where, Melanie, when you hear this podcast, I'm you're gonna invited. i call her and Please tell do. her to listen. And,
1: she tells this story about when she was a substitute teacher oh, at no. West Junior High School, and there was this little girl who beat up the substitute teacher... <laughs> Come on now. I'm coming. I'm a, here I come right now. I'm going to finish telling. Um and she now as she tells this story every year. So imagine my shock when I am one of the basketball coaches at Harding High School. Okay. And one of my players comes in like, "Oh, really? <coughs> you always want to tell us what to do and how to act, huh? Mm-hmm. You negated to tell us that you was beating up teachers in middle school I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, Miss Amee told us. Mm. She said, Oh yeah, I tell this story every year. I'm like, What? She said, like, Yeah, I just add your name now.
0: Nice. <laughs> so
1: they know. I'm like, what? Why would you tell them that? Just so they can know. Mm. So um yeah. was junior high was something else.
0: You know <clears> throat> my throat guys, man, I'm telling you. <clears throat> when I got to West Junior, I made a ton of new friends. A ton. And I think everyone, I wonder about everybody, you know, but, you know, you were, we were exposed to a whole bunch of new people, which was great. I made a whole bunch of new (laughs) friends, a whole bunch. But, you know, all my old friends from Seacrest, everyone just kind of dispersed. Yes. Which is okay. That mean, I I think that's kind of how it was designed where that's how you grow. You meet new people and you see how you interact and you learn how to deal with people. But, you know, my, I, I was never a good student. Which is a whole other subject, but <laughs> not because of behavior issues per se. It just uh fifth or sixth grade, I was diagnosed with um, dyslexia. Okay. And some learning disability or something or other. And I was just horrible in school. I behaved. Right. But I just wasn't good in school. But anyway, Um so yeah, but I didn't know that you flipped the script and became a whole different person. A whole different person. So what, what do you think triggered that? What, what do you think it happened I know what from happened. great you know, here's Emma, a wonderful student at Seacrest comes to West junior. And then. So,
1: um, going into seventh, seventh grade is a transitional period for right. kids. It's a huge transitional period for kids. And if you have no direction and no guidance, um, and no one making sure you, you will do whatever your heart, yeah. your heart desires. So becoming a mother at seventeen or 10 days before my 17th birthday, um, it clicked early. Like, oh, no, I know what happened. I know why I had a child at this age. Mm. My parents were off on something altogether different.
0: Mm.
1: My dad um, and I have a very good relationship with my dad and people find it odd. But my dad was, though he owned his own business, my father was a very successful businessman, mm-hmm. very successful. My father had a drug addiction. Mm. He told a story that he was getting high in the hospital, bathroom hospital, when my mother was pushing me out. Mm. Because in 72, men really didn't go into the delivery room. They sat in the waiting room. Well, he waited. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know. And so, um, and then there were other things going on with my parents. Um, There was a domestic violence in my home. Mm. But from the outside, my father was Uber successful. My dad was president of RPTO for years. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> like. And then my mother, who has dealt with um mental health issues for years, didn't really know what she was dealing with back then. So um, she's dealing with that, you're dealing with my dad, and then you have children, and then just you know the world. And so when parents don't heal from their things. And they more or less bleed on their children, but kids get neglected. Mm -hmm. And it's not like from the outside. You guys didn't know I was neglected. No. I had the Jordans before anybody Mm -hmm. else. I always looked nice. I was smart. I got good grades. I behaved. Like the precedent my dad set for us was education Mm -hmm. is number one. And don't lie to me is number two. And anything else is forgivable.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a a big room of forgiveness right there. Thank you. I mean... All all things in context of forgiveness.
1: Mm -mm, You got to know my dad.
0: Well, I'm saying, you know, as a a parent, you're going to forgive your children of a lot of things.
1: As long as I don't lie to my father. Here's if I can tell my dad the truth and we'd lie to my mom. Okay. I can tell my dad the truth. We'll lie to you. The police. As long as I told him the truth.
0: Yeah. We tell we tell our children that you don't lie to us at all because we're going to find out either way anyway so please don't do that because we have to trust you
1: i <clears throat> i told my kids after god me I mean your dad need to know the truth because we're the next people who can save your life right just that simple
0: well you can lie to us but god's gonna know that's it you know
1: yes so um expelled eighth grade <laughs> i didn't i had no idea that's why for the whole year for a portion of because you graduated there. with us. I, I most definitely did because my dad, who's a businessman
0: mm-hmm.
1: and who's just he wasn't letting that go, yeah, she's expelled, yes, yeah, she did wrong, but we went down to the board, so Mr. Freeman used to be work at the board of Education mm-hmm. um long before there was an alternative school, right. I was the first class of children to try alternative education Hmm. because my father just wasn't going for me being put out of school. Unfortunately, they didn't offer it for middle school children. But again, my dad, oh, well, I don't know why. So we're just going to set a precedent here. Mm -hmm. So not only was I the only middle school child, I was the only girl Mm. (laughs) with a whole bunch of boys who were 11th and 12th grade.
0: Oh, that could spell problems. It
1: did. Because then I learned, oh, maybe two weeks in, we had figured out. So here's what we did: we get dropped off at the board, go down to Mister Freeman's office, get our work, and walk across the street to the library. Because remember, what the Board of Education used to oh, be, that's right, was right there by right it's by where the, the alternative school is. It's where the Monroe Center is now, right? So the library was right there. I'd put my coat, open my book, stay there. I walk around a little bit, come back to my seat, and then after about 25, 30 minutes, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this. Mm. Come back later on in the afternoon, collect my stuff, and go home. Bad. That's, Bad. So
0: how'd you get through eighth grade?
1: I was smart. Remember?
0: Those first six s- years of school helped you out a lot.
1: <laughs> Listen, Seacrest <laughs> was the bomb. <laughs> yeah. I was smart like so you, you I got good thank God for my genes I got I, school never was hard to me oh, gotcha. and school didn't become hard to me until algebra in mm. ninth grade mm-hmm. and then I failed it my dad sent me to Sylvan
0: I didn't even know Sylvan existed back then
1: <clears throat> yes indeed and I was able to get math but other than that school just came easy like it's not mm-hmm. hard I know how to it, it, it wasn't hard for me thank God. sure
0: yeah. You know, it wasn't um, hard for me either. I just didn't do anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I didn't do anything. Unfortunately.
0: And I not, want to make not until
1: that. I was in the 11th grade, a teacher told me, Miss Fredericks, I am so mad at you. Uh-oh. She's like, you come in here and you put your head down and you sleep all day. You get part of the assignment. You do your work and you get an A, but you fail this. This is why you got a C. I told her, C's is just enough to keep my dad off my butt. <laughs> <I tried> <laughs> Walked out the door.
0: So you got through eighth grade. Got through eighth grade. You finished the work. You got good enough grades to get through eighth grade. And on to reserve you go.
1: on to reserve I go. So remember when I talked about seventh grade being a transition period? Yes. You want to know the other big one for kids?
0: Ninth grade, obviously. (laughs) Ninth grade. Into the high school.
1: Because guess what you do? You meet a
0: whole
1: bunch. So mine started in the summer. Cause I was in, bar- I was in summer band. Before yes. Grade. I was in band. What instrument did you play? I played the flute. That's right. Started playing the flute in fifth grade and I played through the 11th grade. 10th grade was private lessons. Cause my dad just wasn't willing to let me quit.
0: Mm-hmm. Like dude, really? My parents wanted me to quit, but I played the drums.
1: <laughs> That's probably why. And I say
0: that sarcastically. <laughs> they didn't want me to quit.
1: But, um, so marching band was in the summer. So you're at the high school from eight to twelve and then later on it's, you remember you were there all day. Yeah. Well, the football players are there, for some reason basketball players are there. Like I I told somebody years later, um, I don't know if that's the first time I remember a boy telling me I was cute, but that's the first time I remember it. And like that was it for me. Mm. <laughs> like she's boy crazy now. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yes.
0: And there it began. And
1: there it began. Um, ninth grade started. It was cool. You know. D- so you did getting, you see
0: yourself, um, I don't want to say slowing down, but leveling out a little bit? No. No, it did not. No,
1: no, no. I was going. I was rising. I was oh, still no. on the...
0: I had no idea.
1: Listen, I was still on the... Because remember, I had Jasmine in the 11th grade. Mm-hmm. So that... I got to still be... I got two whole years before I get to that point. I wasn't just that child that, oops, I... Uh, <laughs> So were you in,
0: were you in like the college ed classes or I
1: was in college ed up until 11th grade and then I yeah. went into word processing.
0: So I was not in college ed courses. Okay. Obviously <laughs> I was taking a small engine repair, which was great, except we were in a class full of just jibber jabbers who just right. wouldn't be quiet. And so we didn't get done as much as okay. we could have, Okay. but it was cool. Um, and then eleventh grade I went to accounting, so that's where you and I would cross paths yes. a little more. But I had no idea. Like, you know, when you go into we had the vocational programs at reserve, yes, yes. and I and they did at Harding too. You're with the same what, ten, twelve people. All day. Six periods. Yes. So you don't get out into the general at population all. as much.
1: Like your first period was a different was government or something? Something like that. And then yeah. you're off to your pod. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so you ninth and 10th grade, you just kept on rocking and rolling Ooh, ninth and living tenth like a grade. rock star.:
1: Listen here, I live. Like tell eight. the story.: So you do remember we had a smoking section.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> when we
1: first got to high
0: school. Man, talk about different world
1: you I had, tell We my had a kids,
0: smoking section in, in high, high school, school
1: in high school.:
0: And trust me, there weren't just 18- year-olds smoking.: and there weren't
1: just 18- year-olds smoking. we had open lunch. And we had a whole 57-minute lunch period. So remember, if six period was your period, the lunch periods are 50 minutes, you have a 50-minute lunch period. I don't remember us being
0: allowed to leave, though. Oh, my God. Yes, we had, we had open lunch. You could leave.
1: Remember, McDonald's was there. Oh, Caesar's maybe. was there. You could leave and go to lunch and be back.
0: I just never did. I liked oh, our gosh. food at Reserve. It was delicious. It, was good.
1: it really was. <laughs> the cookies and the milkshakes. I
0: got a story for you about the food at, oh, Re- at Reserve. No, not, not at that. <laughs> So I'm sitting there, eating lunch with my friends, I don't even remember who was at the table, and two dudes break out into a fight. And you know, chairs and tables are going everywhere, and I'm trying to eat, I'm just eating, watching, and they keep walking my way I said, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. So I get my food and get it. And they came right by our table, and then finally, and I remember another time, real quick, you know, because Officer Bear Brown yes. was our... And those who know Bear, he was a big man. Absolutely. Ex, I think he played NFL. I know he played. He was a big-time Big Ten offensive lineman at Ohio yes. State. But I've never seen a man so large. You know how big our, our lunchroom was? Mm-hmm. He was at the opposite corner, and these two guys got into it. He ran across diagonally. So it wasn't like, okay, three or four steps. He literally ran across <laughs> the entire lunchroom. And I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Of course, my memory may be off. He grabbed both of them by the back of their shirts, pulled them apart, Mm -hmm. and then dragged them down to the... uh, Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) share a little story. Not your fries, huh? (laughs) No, don't knock my fries over. Listen, it was mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I think it was Salisbury steak, too.
1: Listen, I used to eat everything they cooked. So good. So my friends are like, listen, the salads
0: are delicious, the spaghetti... (laughs) It's good. I don't care. And then we had that snack bar.
1: It was. I, they I cooked
0: it there. It was good. Do they have? Uh, does Harding have? No. Okay. I'm not trying to knock Harding. I was just curious how it is now. It's
1: it's just totally different because times are totally different. Sure. Like, so
0: the food is different altogether.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um. You know. Not there that are, that's important. Now there are person, some good cooks at some of the school. Like I know a couple of the cooks at the school, and they do. You know, do a little extra yeah. to make it a little better, but just you know. Different times.
0: So let's move on through ninth and tenth grade. Ninth you and tenth grade rocking? was something
1: else. Um, I'm skipping school. I'm forging hmm. my mom's name on letters. Come on, come on! I can't. What? Listen.
0: The worst I did was got home before the letter got there that said I had detention.
1: Please. I used to so typing class tenth grade. Yeah. I used to take my report card in there and change it <laughs> and put it in the. <laughs> I was terrible. <laughs>
0: I had no idea.
1: I was terrible. And it's so funny that I would get older, have children, go into education. Yes. Because my degrees in education. And all the bad kids I loved. Yeah. Because they're not bad.
0: They're not. They're just overlooked. Yes.
1: Or there's something going on. I tell people if there's something going on, and there was a lot going on inside our home. Mm-hmm. But because my dad was driving a. Cadillac and he owns his own business and my mom drives the bins and all the kids are good. Nobody's being abused. Nobody knew. And then, you know, we were always taught what happens inside stays inside. What yeah. goes on at home stays at home. Mm-hmm. I don't know if every household is that way, but that's what we were taught. Yeah. Well, we're and thing. so that's what happened.
0: So 11th grade rolls around. 11th grade rolls around.
1: I go into her processing. I meet Mrs. Laurie Richardson. She was
0: wonderful. Oh my god. Wonderful lady.
1: I still talk to her periodically now. I, amazing. Lovely lady. Lo- love her. <clears throat> love love. She taught us so many things um that we have used over the years. Mm-hmm. Um talking to a friend of mine that I still talk to today Deidre Mason um oh, yeah. Didi, me and Didi yeah. were in word
0: processing okay. together. And so we learned... I got to get her on too. Yes, you do. <laughs> she's a, she's a, she one of them fancy lawyers down there in she, North Carolina. She
1: definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> um, she taught us so much. Yeah. Like in at the time, you're not really... All the gems she put in us, like, wow, mm-hmm. all this stuff that we have carried with us and used all of our lives. So I go in... Um, I got pregnant early in the year mm. and didn't know it at first. So I'm in school and we're typing and I'm like, in the oh, trash can. Yeah. Like, she's like, what's wrong with you? I don't know. She's like, girl, what is wrong? Miss Laurie?" I don't know. Like, um, I found out I was pregnant, told her <laughs> she's, you could see the look on her face. Like,
0: you know, what's interesting as a side note real quick. There, there was a wave of girls that year mm-hmm. who got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like the accounting program, like four of the six girls, yes. Were, yes.
1: got pregnant. That yes, year. we did.
0: Yes, and they they when we were juniors, they were seniors, and they were like there were several like in the junior thing. class too. Yeah,
1: um, but I told her, and she said to me, "It means nothing." I still expect from you mm-hmm. what I expect from everybody else. Like, jeez. Oh, Okay, so then she moved my trash can right between my legs type if you throw up throw up clean your trash can go brush your teeth and get yourself back here at this desk like yes ma'am and so that's what I did um my dad let me know like yeah you're having a baby but you're having a baby like you know your life now becomes really about them well her Um, which I found ironic years later, like, and that's something, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but okay. But I took what he said and ran with it. Mm -hmm. And so when I was pregnant with Jasmine, um, I like read all these statistics of what happens to children who come from teenage moms. It's
0: not good. (sighs) It's not good. It's terrible.
1: Yeah. And so I set out then like, nope, my baby won't be a statistic and neither will I. So Jasmine could read going into kindergarten. Um, Jasmine stayed an honor roll student.
0: She go through Warren City?
1: Yes. She graduated from Harding. If I could pick the child for the prototype of childhoods and teenage years and high school years, I would pick Jasmine. Like she... And it was intentional to make sure she was involved in everything she wanted to be involved with, like so um, yeah, I had her, so I'll go back. I had Jasmine ten days before my seventeenth birthday. I still graduated, walked across the stage, because remember, I told you my dad's a stickler for education, so I had a tutor at home, um Mrs. Donna Brown, do you remember Shelley McElhannon? Rochelle McElhannon, she graduated, yes, with that? Her, yes. Mom. So okay. her mom, so her mom was my tutor. My dad bought me a typewriter because I was in word processing and I had to, and I did my work and would bring it to Miss Lurie. And that's how I graduated. I came back maybe a little after I had Jasmine just for like a couple weeks for testing because I had Jasmine beginning of May. So like um, end of May, I had to come in for testing a couple times and I had to come to the school to do it. Mm. Um, But I graduated
0: I had a question that just slipped my mind. Oh, it's a good thing. It's not a question, a statement, but it's a good thing that your father was there to continue to push you. Yes. Because had he not done that, There's you might no have had it. a different path. Absolutely. And it's, and he instilled that desire to push into you, which you then took into your child, into Jasmine. Yes. Had you not done that. It'd have been maybe a different it situation. Had been a different situation. So that's that's good. Yes. And so I sure I bring that up. I know you know that. But for kids who are listening, that Emma, that's a a very that's a great story. And if there's a child, a kid who's faced with these adversities, you have to put it in your mind. I'm not going to be a statistic. Yes. Otherwise, you will be. Yes. There's the light switch is either on or off. It can be dim and maybe dark but you can turn it right back but you up. You can
1: definitely turn it back up.
0: And you can do it and get out there and tell yourself I'm not going to be statistic. Yes. But so thank you for sharing all yes, that.
1: Yes, you're welcome. I
0: didn't know any of that. <laughs> I mean, I probably saw your big belly in high school at some point because our rooms are on the same uh right next to each other basically. Yeah, they were
1: right like ours was here and you guys was right on the, on corner. the corner. Yes.
0: Yeah, I had we had great teachers. We did. And um Do you remember Mrs. Janeko? Yes. She unfortunately died about a year oh, ago. Oh,
1: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, she had cancer. Okay. <clears throat> and um, she was a great teacher. Yes. Mrs. Wang, I, you know, if she hears this, um, I don't know if she's still alive or not. She was our senior I regret being such a bratty, snot-nosed senior in high school to her. I really do. Aww. I wasn't a horrible child, a kid. You know, but I mean, but I just, I, I didn't, the one thing I regret in high school is I, I regret not taking advantage of the, what we had at the school Yes, because it, it, we had so many tools. It was a great, the district in general. Yes. I'm not just talking reserve, but right. the district in general, Harding too. We had so many great teachers and I did not take advantage fully. Well, I went into the accounting program because at one point in time I thought I wanted to be a CPA, <clears throat> um, but- didn't go that path because I just couldn't see myself sitting behind a desk crunching numbers, crunching all, numbers day, all day you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. but that was a path I was considering and I regret not fully taking advantage of that education so anyway you then graduated and you went to college where'd you go no 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 okay no. it's next phase let's get past high school
1: um, high <clears> school <throat> I graduated I met Gerald Simpson what up G what up Jay? Um,
0: oh, it's a J? Yes, it spells J. it with the J. No,
1: he spells it with the G. It's a long story. I'll let him tell his story when Ugh, he gets here. Come on, bro. <laughs> it's not his fault. It's it, it came from somewhere else. That's
0: all, right. all right, Jay. Sorry, bro. But
1: married Gerald, we had a child. I had a child on my 19th birthday. I got married at 20. Um, Gerald was at Pitt. I moved to Pittsburgh. I got pregnant with our daughter Alexis. Alexis was a twin. So when I got pregnant, I found out they told me they were twins. I got. Really super sick. And with Gerald's schedule was school and football and me there with two kids. Yes. Um, And me there with two kids. I had to come home. Mm. So I come home. I lost one of the twins. I Mm. had Lexi. Um, Gerald kept doing his thing with football and whatnot for a, a little bit. And then he came back home, started working. He did some arena league football.
0: He's a big man. He's
1: a big man. Um <laughs> I got pregnant with our daughter Troy. And then two years later I had our youngest Gabriel. And so at twenty six, I had been married for six years and I have five kids. Um and life was going.
0: <laughs> so funny. The different paths we take. Like I got a four year old. Oh Lord have mercy. <laughs>
1: Listen, my granddaughter is that one of my grandchildren um, is at the house right now. Well, two of them are there, but there's a four year old there mm-hmm. and there's a three year old there. And when they leave on Thursday, me and their papa are like, Whew, this is why God had us had kids at a Early. young age. Cause there's no way that today I could deal with a four year old every day. These children are different than their parents. Yeah. Or the generation before. they're different they really are like i just they're well, different
0: they're different a lot because you didn't raise them someone else is raising
1: them. oh <laughs> they're all different every yeah. single one of them everyone i come across their parents think they're <laughs> different they're different
0: i have my four-year-old's a little animal he knows it <laughs> i know he knows i'm sure And it's hilarious
1: it see and that's the problem with being 48 <laughs> you think it's funny it is funny <laughs> Cause now my <laughs> children say to their dad, like you keep threatening to get him. You'd have got me long time ago. You've turned soft. And my husband will be like,
0: <laughs> it's your job now. <laughs> he
1: laughs at everything. Everything's funny. I'm like, babe, that wouldn't have been funny. Had that been gay. He yeah. told me that's not gay. <laughs> right.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, It's funny when it's not your kid,
1: <laughs> but they are yours. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, sure. For sure.
1: Um. Yeah. But, um, so
0: yeah. you, you had yeah you So we five have five children.
1: children. Yep. Um five children. Me and Gerald have now been married almost twenty nine years. For the most part we're empty nesters, not really, but you know yeah. we don't have to be concerned with what you're doing. Right. <laughs> and um you know, life. So is did you great. go to college? I did. I did not go back to school until I was twenty nine. Gotcha. So and and my reasoning for going is so jasmine. And my girls would know no matter what path you go on, take care, check every box, Mm -hmm. make sure you check every box. I don't care the order you check them in, check them all Mm -hmm. so that you can feel good about you at the end of the day and know that you have accomplished things no matter what hurdles came your way. So at 29, um, I went to school full time. I was working part time at Dillard's at the time at Dillard's Dillard's. Gerald was working swing shift. Where? Wait, let me think. Was no Gerald was done with swing shift because he ninety eight. Gerald was working swing shift because <laughs> I started in ninety eight when Gabe was just a couple months old. I'm at Dillard's, and I told him I gotta go. Like I can't keep doing this at home with these kids all day. I need some adult interaction. That was my reasoning for getting a part time job. Um, and then in two thousand one. Yes, I started school. Why you full time
0: and you graduated when I got my associates it t- i
1: went part time so it took me like three and a half four years to get my associates and then I graduated with my bachelor's in two thousand nine
0: and then you started working for Warren City.
1: um, I was already working for Warren City, so I coached basketball. I was a basketball coach at Warren City. Um, thanks to Paul Trina before I became that's really how I became a sub so um, I can't even remember what's what your degree and I forgot that family and consumer sciences okay. so my daughter Alexis is going to fifth grade, and at the time, Rebecca Williams was the community center, and the mm-hmm. kids play basketball there, mm-hmm. so coming in, we were fully prepared for Lexi to go and start playing basketball Well, they shut it down that year. Mm um a mother who had our children had been playing sports together forever came to me like you know our daughters are this age what are we going to do i'm like i don't know what what do you want to do she's like we we should get a team for our girls and put them in tournaments i have somebody who will coach them da, 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 da. so i'm like good idea so we go to the school through the contacts we had at the school now this is before i'm in warren city and um I said, I want to put a flyer in. We're looking for about 12 girls to form a team with our two daughters. (laughs) We already got two people. Mm -hmm. Um, So they can have a traveling team. You know, we told them what's going on. They said, yes, we rented out Alden at the time. It was Alden Elementary. We rented Alden out um, and 40 some girls showed up. Wow. Like what? And I'm like, we only need 12. She's like, I know, but we can't push like what are we gonna do?
0: We're gonna have three teams.
1: We ended up with three teams. Another dad volunteered to coach, and I'm like, I guess I'll I guess I'll take the sixth graders. Because we were looking for fifth graders. Her daughter was in fourth. She was just gonna play up. My Lexi was in fifth. We all these sixth grade girls showed up. Like, what in the world? That's how I got thrown into coaching basketball. Um, I love the sport because I I'd played it. So I knew basketball, mm-hmm. but knowing basketball and playing basketball and coaching basketball. Completely different. I wish people would. <clears throat> it's totally different. Yeah,
0: Just because you're a great basketball player is not going to make you a good coach. Does
1: not make you a great coach. And just because you understand the X's and O's of the game does not make you a good coach. That doesn't mean you're going to know how to relate to these people or it doesn't mean you're going to know how to break things down. That's not what it means. So I called someone... Um, who I happen to know was a great coach, Harold Dean. I don't know Harold. You've, great coach. And you will hear a lot of people say he's a great coach. You will hear some people say some other things, but I was looking for somebody who could show me how to break this down. Right. And that's what he did. He has a library of DVDs and CDs and just, on how to break things down. Cause now remember this is a little before YouTube is so popular. Right. So I start going to him and getting three and four DVDs at a time, taking notes, just breaking it down. i um, really doing my homework on how to teach this. How am I going to do this? So I had my sixth grade team and I was blessed with some of the best girls to ever play basketball in Warren, Ohio.
0: Literally shout them out.
1: <laughs> Courtney Williams. <laughs> um, what, what year? I can't ever Courtney. I'm going to make you listen to this so you can tell me what you.
0: <laughs> Cause my sister played my first. But she graduated was, in 98 when she played. So no
1: Courtney graduated in 2011.
0: Okay. So this is. far. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, and at the, when I first got with them, they were sixth grade. Her Chantel boss, tyranny Hardman, um, Kayla Jackson, key Harris. Um, I was blessed with good girls. So I had them sixth grade. They go to seventh grade the next year and there's already a coach there. I go up to the school and tell him like, look, you're about to inherit my sixth grade team. Here's who it's here's who your team is going to be. I don't want to come take over. I just want to come be your assistant. Mm -hmm. I'll do the defense. You can do the offense. He says, yes. Well, um, I taught my girls in sixth grade how to run Rutgers press. That Vivian Stringer ran with her girls at Rutgers. Mm. So coming into seventh grade, my girls really developed, really get into this press. And he says probably like game three, like, I don't even run no plays. <laughs> he looked right what? over and said it to me like that. I'm like, what? He was like, I don't run any plays. I said, because defense creates offense. <laughs> don't worry about the rest. And he just started laughing like, you knew what you were doing. Not really. I said, you do out of bounds plays, but you know. My girl, and my girls, they were very aggressive. Um, we just played up-in-your-face
0: basketball. And at that, you know what? At that age, They're a not lot of ready girls aren't used to it. They're not no. ready. They're not ready at all. A friend of mine, his daughter played at another school. I'm, I, I'm not going to say because I don't want to sound like I'm bad-mouthing yes. them. And I, his daughter played at another school, and I went to watch her play, but they happened to be playing a, a Warren City School. This was a couple years ago, mm-hmm. two or three years ago. And... They just weren't ready for those girls. They're just not ready. Those girls were just all over them. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the coach for the other school. I'm like, you need to be getting on these girls and, you know, chewing them out a little bit. Like, you need to be ready for this. Yes. They're coming. And and they won. But, you know, if you're not used to it or you're not coached it or who knows, you don't know the level of the girls really have. Yes. Because the Warren girls were just all over. And I was, I was impressed. Yes. With their aggressiveness. But, yeah, you, if you're not ready for if it, look yeah. out. You're going to have problems
1: and yes
0: <laughs> so all right so we, we were, we're going to keep the story moving i gotta i keep glancing at the time <laughs> kim holler give me you know give me a signal when i got about five minutes left kim's our engineer okay and she does a great job so thank you so you coached and then um you were a liaison at jefferson yes um, I want, just, just take a few minutes. <clears throat> the one thing I was impressed impressed about Jefferson was there, they were, that building was pretty well disciplined back then. And yeah. I, I, I was impressed that you didn't have a lot of screaming and hollering and kids no. out of control. No. And I don't want to say out of control, but you know, kids are kids, so you got to let them blow off some steam, but it wasn't, it was a controlled atmosphere. Ap- yeah. Thank you. Yes. So talk about what you did there and share some Again, I'm not here to tell the bad things about Warren. I want to hear the good things. Yes. Um, Shout out to the J.
1: Jefferson is a, they're a family, literally. I felt that in there. I've worked at every, I was in every building in Warren City except Willard. So I can't speak to the atmosphere there. But at the J, um, it's like a family. Like all the teachers know each other there. Mm Mm-hmm. So when I've gone to other schools and I didn't understand how the sixth grade teachers don't know the third grade teachers, like, hmm. I don't understand. At Jefferson, everybody knows everybody. Everybody helps everybody. Um, when I was there as a liaison, especially the second year, um, our administrators really let our the liaisons do our job so our job is to was to be like the bridge between school and the community we would get a lot of community organizations to adopt our schools we put on a lot of the um, family engagement pieces like that was a large part of our jobs to invade engage the family in the educational process however that may look Um, one of our main jobs was to alleviate all academic barriers that a child may have so that they can learn. And that's everything. So you have to be in their business. You have to basically build relationships. And that's what we did. And Jefferson just went above and beyond from the secretaries, Miss Stacy and Miss Mel in the yeah. front office. Like Miss Stacy has been in Warren city. It's almost close to 30 years now. She knows she's been there that long. Almost wow! It's almost she got a couple years stays. So I only a few. Um, she's super close, um, but having a secretary in on the west side of Warren with the same families for that long, yeah, it's family. Yeah. So when something's going on with the kids or with the families, trust her because they know her right so if you come into the building and they don't know you but Miss Day says no he's good she's just now made you good now your life is a whole lot easier yeah That's what happened when I got there. Gotcha. I happened, being in Warren and growing up in Warren, it made it a lot easier for me because I know people. Even if I didn't know your parent, I knew your aunt. I might know your older brother. I know your grandparents. Now it's, who's your grandmother?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's because you're old, not me. Exactly.
1: (laughs) So um, the J is the bomb. It always has been. I hope it still is today. Um, It just was an amazing place to be because you were allowed to be you, you know, and do what you know needed to be done for the families. Mm-hmm. You weren't micromanaged. Um, <clears throat> Carrie Boyer was the principal there when I was there. She would let you do what you needed to Is do. Is she black? No, she's not.
0: Who, who was the, the other?
1: Um, Sonia Marshall, oh, I, think I think that's her last name. Yeah,
0: I just know the interaction that I watched from some of the principals there, specifically her, Sonia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they didn't play. No. No, and I appreciated that. No, and those kids knew it. Yes, but they also knew. You can just tell they also knew that they they were cared about.
1: That you're loved, absolutely. Yeah. And I think our our <laughs> school system, in all honesty, I um I think we have some of the greatest teachers around. We have some wonderful, wonderful teachers um, that also make the atmosphere just you know. And Jefferson had a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They really did.
0: So let's um. Let's move on to what you're doing now.
1: What I'm doing? Yeah.
0: Now. So you are. You have this thing called <laughs> Naked Sea Mosh Gel.
1: Yes, I do.
0: <clears throat> I know nothing about it. That's why I have you on here. James but God. I know, I know. But I brought you on here because I wanted to hear about it. I see you posting things on Facebook. Yes. It's your own business that you've started. Yes. Are you still with the district? No. Okay. So you is this your is this what you're doing totally and yes. fully now Yes. so you started your own business and it's this thing called naked sea moss naked now i want to know why it's naked um i'm just trying to be funny it failed miserably listen. okay we'll go on to the next <laughs> one cuz
1: there really is a reason why it's naked well tell us about because it because it's clean all clean products um, Define my, clean. My daughter came up with the name, so they're all natural. Every there's nothing artificial in our Naked Sea Moths.
0: You eat it's a gel, so it's I,
1: a gel, so you can eat it right off the spoon. You oh, can wow. put it in tea, coffee, incorporate it into your foods, plop it in your smoothies. Um, How did you come across this? So, several years ago, I was having some sinus issues. And the doctor wanted me to have surgery. I'm not a proponent of surgery. And I really don't like medication either. If there's a natural way I can figure out or learn to relieve something, that's what that's I prefer a, to
0: do. We too. we. So
1: um, I'd already been following Dr. Sebi, reading about Dr. Sebi. And so, of course, if anybody's ever listened to him, heard him speak, CMOS is huge. So I'm like, let me get to looking into this sea moss. So what I learned is your body is made of 102 minerals. This wonderful, wonderful vegetable that God put on the earth. Sea moss has 92 of them. Hmm. So when people ask me, I pretty much stop there and stop and look at them. I'm like, just think about what I just said. <laughs> it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah. Your body has 102 minerals. CMOS has 92 that means I gotta find the other 10 but I got 92 of them Mm -hmm. if I do nothing else I'm replenishing my body with 92 of them so as I kept reading about CMOS um, relieves inflammation removes mucus from your body boosts your immune system supports your thyroid system helps regulate your blood sugar I'm like let me try this
0: these are all studies that have shown these, these things to all be true studies
1: that have shown these things to be true. Okay. Um, I started on the hunt and because we live in Warren and there's really not a lot of, I don't know the word for it. <laughs> we no, have a hard time getting things here. Yeah, there's well, it's like a little desert
0: here. It is. Um, there's as far as holistic health goes, it's still a lot of people are just, it's ingrained to them. And I'm not knocking any medicines, any all. doctor, you, you know, everyone has to make their own decision. That's their their.
1: Yes, and please go to the doctors.
0: Yes, <laughs> but as far as holistic health goes, or as holistic medicine or doctors go, it's still scary to people. Yes, and it should not be. No, should not be. <clears throat>
1: um, back when my daughter, and there's, not, I'm
0: sorry to interrupt. Oh, there's just not a lot of it here. No. Uh, so you know we th- we're used to, which I'm hoping we transition to being more. Self sustainable, where we don't have to go to Cleveland, we don't have to go to Pittsburgh yes. or Akron. Yes, you know, but that's another subject. Let's talk more about because I
1: went to Cleveland,
0: <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, look for
1: sea moss, and I found some. Um, and I started making gel within four days. I just started draining all my eyes were draining. No,
0: where'd I'm you like, get the recipe?
1: Dr. Seppi, right okay. offline, okay, right? Blend with water alkaline water spring water so that's what i did just not warm city water just not warm city water <laughs> <laughs> but if that's all you have yeah, please use it's it <laughs> um within four days i started draining like massive draining like what in the world i'm thinking i got a cold and my husband's like well what did that stuff you got say it was gonna do and i'm like oh my gosh i'm draining maybe within a week inflammation was gone so Prior to this, I would wake up in the morning, my nose would be running and stuffy, and I would sneeze probably 15, 20 times. Like, Were you ever allergy tested? Yep. And? Nothing. I'm allergic to nothing.
0: You're allergic to something, but I can't repeat what that is, because <laughs> this is G-rated.
1: I don't think I'm allergic <laughs> to that either. <laughs> like, I'm nothing. Nothing huh. came up. So... Um, I'm draining. My inflammation's gone. I'm like, so I keep taking it. So I tell my daughter and then I show her what I have. And she's like, mom, that is not (laughs) a good quality. I'm like, how do you know? Like, so my daughter starts researching herself. She finds a good quality. She orders herself some, she orders me some. We're making this gel. Now we're putting every, I put my husband on the gel. Um, We're making this stuff fast forward to May of 2020. Now we're we're making it and taking it for about 2 years. Okay? Okay. Just us or her You hadn't her gone husband quote unquote public hadn't yet. Had gone public. You know, I'd made it one not time and posted like, "Oh, my first good batch." Mm-hmm. And somebody's like, "Oh, what is that?" So, you know, I told a couple people about it. Um fast forward to May of 2020 jasmine didn't really like the texture our texture was kind of like applesauce it was a little she didn't really like it so she buys herself a vitamixer and she starts playing with it and she called me like mom look at it look 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 at the consistency i'm like let me see and it was so smooth i'm like oh that is it jasmine lives in westlake i drive to (laughs) westlake And we just continue playing with it. And so I'm like, we got to write down what we did because we got to keep it this consistency. So we figured out what we did. Um, and her husband just says, oh, my God, why don't y'all just buy some jars and sell it, please?
0: Not a bad idea.
1: And we're like, what? Like Now, this is May of 2020. Ah. In the midst of right. the pandemic. Now, when... The shutdown started when we got locked down in March. Four of my five children came to my house
0: to stay to stay during this. Okay,
1: Um, And then we would go see Jasmine because we determined like if we're going to be quarantined, we're going to be quarantined together. Sure. Our germs are going to be our germs. Um, uh, My husband still worked. My daughter was still working and my other daughter was still working my son-in-law owns his own construction business and construction was still going yeah so he was yeah. still working is he local no he's in Westlake as well okay. um but for those of us who at the time at that time um I was nannying for my daughter and her husband and m- helping manage their night they have a restaurant and nightclub in cleveland medusa
0: restaurant lounge. i think you told me about that yeah so
1: shout out to medusa restaurant lounge they'll be back open soon um
0: you said it's downtown cleveland?
1: downtown cleveland 1437 st Clair. <laughs> <laughs> just so you guys know um but when i quit in warren city and twenty eighteen, that's what I started doing. They were traveling a lot with their businesses and they have this club and so my daughter's like, She's getting a nanny. <laughs> no, you're not. I'll do it. Right. Like we're not getting a nanny. So I quit. I was nanny and working in their club and whatnot. Um and then that all shut down. So we're just at home doing nothing. But when our kids came, my husband started making smoothies every day. Now he's already on the CMOS. So he's making smoothies and putting it in he's making smoothies and putting sea moss in it and just giving it to everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just drinking smoothies with sea moss in them. The kids don't know. My children don't know. It doesn't affect the taste. No, no. No, Not if you put it in and mix it with something. Right. Um, When I tell you not one person in my family, thank God has been sick. Mm -hmm. Not one, nobody, not the people who kept going to work. My daughter who worked in a clinic, my other daughter who worked at Believer's, Daycare, mm-hmm. the only daycare in the city that was mandated to stay open during COVID. Mm-hmm. She worked there. And while a lot of teachers were laid off, she wasn't. Mm-hmm. And she was there every day. She never got sick. Her son never got Nobody got sick.
0: No one. And you, that's CMOS.
1: You can't tell me. That's, I was <laughs> Listen, my grandfather. I'm playing devil's advocate. Please do. My grandfather taught us growing up. Um. If you take care of your body, your body will take care of you. hundred percent. So everybody's real into juicing and things. Now, my grandfather was doing that when we were kids. Mm. So we're drinking freshly ju- pressed papaya juice and whatnot as kids. He taught us that you are to be up and out of the house every day, as well as your children being outside helps you build your immune system in the cold. Hot, it doesn't matter how cold it is, which my, is
0: ironic that we were all locked in,
1: which is ironic that we were all locked in. It's a whole other subject. It's a whole different <laughs> subject. Please bring me back when we talk about
0: it. I <laughs> know that's off topic.
1: Um, so when this started, I was already on CMOS. I'm already taking elderberry syrup every day. Um, and so I just added some vitamin C, some vitamin D mm-hmm. and kept on going. And that's what we did. And then lo and behold, um, I talked to someone who had COVID and she said, yeah, it was vitamin D and vitamin C. And I know a girl who got COVID and all she ate was sea moss and she was better in three days. She said, I'm better. My husband's still sick.
0: He won't take it. there you go. We were fortunate that my mom got got it, but never really showed any symptoms. And my dad and I, my dad got tested three times, never had it. And I went with him one of the times once we found out my mom had it because we are staying with them right now because we sold our home and we're trying to get another home, long story short. So we're with them. So I went and got tested and came back negative. So I'm thankful for that. Yes. So we were lucky in that regards, too but so you're, you're so go ahead keep, so may your story. my
1: son-in-law says why don't you just sell this so my daughter orders jars we whip some up i heard those are hard to get a hold of those mason jars well we don't use mason jars they're smaller we use smaller okay. jars and it has been um fortunately for us god has blessed us through this whole thing um so he tells us jar it we order jars we whip it up we make two cases so 24 jars. And my daughter's like, I'm going to just post to see what people say. I'm like, we need a name. We don't have a logo. Like da 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 da, da. she does it anyway. They sell out. I'm like, what? I mean, and it's gone from there. Like people just started calling us. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, we'll just call it simply CMOS for now. And she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell like, that's not what this is going to be. Um, And she called me maybe a week later like, the name's Naked. I said, okay. I said, why? She said, because it's going to be pure, nice and simple, clean cut, naked. All of our ingredients will be naked, and we'll keep it that way no matter where it goes. Our promise can be that these are the purest, most naked ingredients that we found. I said, oh, I like it. So that's where Naked came from. Um, We just started... Posted on Facebook and it just went it just took off. It literally just took off um, We've I think we LLC'd in October Was it October? No, it was a little before October. We got our online store in October, November um, We did our online store We finally hired another employee in What is it? January February mm-hmm. So um,
0: so are you manufacturing it in a uh, We're still, a at home, yes. still at home, yes. We're still at
1: home. home. So my husband kind of made me a space at home. Nice. I kind of like, babe, I need my own space. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we were in my daughter's kitchen. My mm-hmm. daughter, So that's what we were doing at first. I'd go to Westlake and we'd do it there. But nope, we have our own space now and it's going and we love it.
0: All right. So, so. if someone wants to reach out to talk to you more about Naked CMOS? So
1: I would suggest to visit com. Is that
0: your own proprietary website? Yes.
1: Um, if you have further questions, you can DM us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Naked. Um, on Instagram, it's NakedCMossJail. You can email us at NakedCMoss
0: at com. Yes, that's how you can get in touch with us. So you're readily accessible. Yes, sir what a great story you share i didn't know any of it we grew up together <laughs> well kind of when our separate paths by some. high school yeah right, but well, right. till, till the till uh vocational yes education but uh um, was i knew none of that and you don't as a kid because you you don't know you don't, know. You, don't know. you don't know i mean and i know there were some kids who definitely you could tell who grew up a lot poorer than us mm-hmm. you know my mom and dad just we well, i was a typical middle class family in in warren ohio yes so, but you knew some of the kids who weren't, yes. and I, you know, looking back, I felt bad for them. Yes, you did. You know what I mean? You did. But um, I didn't know any of that. And thank you for sharing that story. You're I really appreciate welcome. it. And I just want—I want to encourage anyone listening. I don't care. I've looked up my statistics on w- my listenership. Yes, <laughs> and um, you can't really trust all of it because it literally is all over the world. So okay. you don't know who you know who's picking it up. You know, in right? Algeria, <laughs> but. <laughs> quite a bit of listeners down in columbus so i'm okay. sure they're ex-residents living down there yes <clears throat> quite a bit down there <clears throat> um where else all over northeast ohio new york southern california but that's because i have friends that live out there. okay hey listen to show. sisters not in a, LA. not a lot of <laughs> listeners out there but anyway the whole point is if you know i know my focus is in warren ohio yes my focus is creating positivity here in this city because there's, there's enough negativity uh, i want to create positivity and bring out these stories your story of what your life and you still raised a daughter I,
1: Well, yes yeah, more
0: but i'm saying when you got pregnant in high school yes that was not you could have been a statistic as we said earlier yes you're not no Your child could have been a statistic. She's not. She's not. You don't have to be a statistic. You do not. I don't care if you live in the Trumbull Homes. I don't care if you live over in Country Club Drive. Because there are kids who come from Country Club Drive who end up a statistic. Absolutely. You don't have to be a statistic. You You can make something of yourself. And I hope these stories that we're hearing on this podcast will encourage kids to not be a statistic. Yes. And it's not too late to start. No. You may have just graduated high school by the skin of your teeth and you're looking at one of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm not Bill Gates by any stretch of imagination, but I'm grinding. Yes. You may have to start over. You may be 18. You may have to leave your friends behind because they're not your friends because they're trying to hold you back because you're making something of yourself.
1: Yes. You, you're definitely going to leave some people behind.
0: It's just natural. It's going to happen. It's okay. But I appreciate you sharing that story.
1: Thank you for having me. And I
0: hopefully... Some young adults or some kids who are going to listen will hear it and say, I'm not going to be a statistic. Yes. And we're going to continue to push positivity in this city and growth mindset. And I'm glad you're a part of that. And I want everyone to reach out to Miss Mrs. Simpson. I like to be formal. We've we've gotten too casual in society. But reach out to Emma and talk to her about this naked Seamoss. Support her local business. And maybe one day she'll be a massive manufacturer creating hundreds of jobs here in Warren, Ohio. That's that's the goal. So thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Yes, thank you. Defend Warren.